you know, sometimes you catch yourself and you realize um, you're not going about things the right way or your, your perception is askew. The, um, the thing that I always kept recurring in my brain is when I was talking to people about the last, the past 29 months and how effed up everything has been. And I start getting into conversations with people, even people that pretty much agree with me on everything. And they kind of know the story and they're, they're following, um, what's going on. Even them, there's this uncomfortable feeling. People don't want to talk about the terrible things that have been happening these past almost 30 months now. They, um, they start to check out. And some people, they're completely checked out. You mentioned anything negative about the injection. You mentioned infertility issues or anything. I mean, people will sometimes look at you. I know they do this with me. They will look at me and they will say, uh, I don't believe you. And I'm saying, why? I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm just sharing the information that I heard from somewhere else. And I'm asking you to go look it up yourself. No, no, that's impossible. I don't want to believe it. And it would annoy the shit out of me, really. And I'd be like, what's wrong with people? Like, you don't want to know about this potentially horrible thing that's going on. And it just really would drive me crazy. But I caught myself just now and I realized that if we approach everything from an empathetic state first, like have empathy for other people, find, find the thing that is the, their stress point and have empathy for them. You know, these people that are running the world, Bill Gates and, and Trudeau and Klaus Schwab and, um, I, I guess Biden too, you know, they're all like sociopaths. They don't give a rat's ass about other people. Okay. That's a classic sign of a sociopath or a psychopath. Lack of empathy. So how do we, how do we handle this discourse between all of us? And the question is, you know, what do we do so we can have a good conversation with people? And the answer is, is to first have empathy. Have empathy for the, um, the person who's struggling with dealing with this information to begin with. And I think that's a good place to start. So I got to like understand, like I can handle the information because shit. I've been, uh, you know, aware of all the fuckery that's been going on for decades now. You know, it's just been getting worse and worse. You know, I mean, I remember a long time ago learning about how screwed up the FDA is and all this stuff. So none of this is a surprise to me. But yes, at this level, it's very hard to uh, sit here and 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 make sense of it all because it's so off the rails now, right? I mean, we're looking at probably about uh, 10,000 people a day around the world are dying from this jab. And uh, 
that that makes me want to break down and cry because these are just normal people like you and me and they're going about their lives they think they're doing something that makes sense that's right and then they're dying from it they have families they have kids or whatever so it's it's heartbreaking but the the idea is, is to stay tough stay with it fight and you know tell people what's going on but if they don't want to listen because they don't want to hear it because it's so it's too hard for them to hear well then you have to have empathy and I'm telling myself this this is me talking to myself right now I have to find the place where the person is comfortable talking what are they comfortable talking about you know if they if they think it's all about just making money then that's where we're gonna stay but the minute I try to talk about depopulation I'm just throwing them for a loop and they don't and they shut down and that would be me being too aggressive with the information yes I think that if you have something important to tell somebody you should tell them they need to know they need to know but you're not gonna get anywhere if you shut them down so when you're having your discussions with people and they're on the fence or whatever and they seem to be reluctant with wanting to learn about how insidious things are and how terrible things are you have to find the comfortable place where they can speak, where they can listen. And if they think it's just because a bunch of people are just trying to get rich, then stay stay with that. There's plenty of good information there. And and share share what you can and teach them a few things. And then point the direction and say, if you want to know more, here's a, here's a good resource. Uh, feel free to reach out anytime and call me and let it sit with them for a while before, you know, before you start unloading the heavier shit on top of them. And, you know, if you if you do it that way, luckily, they'll kind of come to their own conclusions. And when they do that and they do come to you, it'll be much easier to have the conversation. Uh, it's tactics, guys. This is just tactics. We're fighting an information war. All right. Um we're not, you know, th this is it. How we talk, how we share information, how we network will be the way for us to save the day. Um, we have to be very smart, keep our emotions in check, have composure, don't get ruffled, right? When somebody resists what you're saying, realize that this is not going to go any further with them you're going to need to either completely back off or tactfully share information with them in a realm that they are comfortable with where you actually have their attention otherwise they're just going to put the blinders up and shut you down and then you'll lose them because they'll never want to go back to talking about that again so they'll always avoid it if they can this is tactics. This is how we fight this information war. Uh, any other points uh, that you guys are can think of that would be useful that you know we could share? Comment. You know, comment. DM me. 
let me know if you want to come on to the podcast and have a discussion about this because I think a lot of people uh, are afraid to speak up and and a lot of it has to do with the reaction that they get from other people. You, you certainly don't want to walk into work and be like, hey, everybody, uh, just want to let you know Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates are trying to depopulate the world and millions of di- millions of people are dying and, you know, and everybody's just like trying to like, you know, make a few bucks to put food on the table. And meanwhile, inflation's through the roof and they're losing their minds, right? And you just remind them of how fucked up things are. And they can't handle that. They can't handle that side of it, at least not now. So use this tactic as a way to slowly and incrementally um, get inside their heads. In fact, think of it as the same way the communists have been for decades now slowly getting into Americans' heads, where you have a bunch of Americans walking around now who thinks the idea of communism is just hunky-dory, you know? How did that happen? Because it was a slow, insidious, like, just patient game, right? You don't just run... They they didn't just come running in with the hammer and sickle and say, be a communist, be a communist. No, no, they changed the words. They uh, they figured out psychological ways. It's all all psychological... Psyops. It's psyops. So we have to be psyops warriors information war warriors and think of it like that and that means you have to have tactics and strategies and i think this is stuff that we in the battlefield you know we're just regular people who are just have to speak up right we just have to speak up we don't want to be silent so we got to figure this out as we go but pay attention to the big people that we follow and watch how they do it. Watch how they talk. They're very tactful. And they're very careful. And they could say a lot of stuff because they can get away with it. Um, whereas us little people, right? We're like the piranhas, right? We work together well when we work together. Uh, a, a, a school of piranha will, you know, one piranha won't do nothing. But when a school of piranha swarms in... They'll eat a whole fish. And that's what we want to be like, piranhas. Uh, But we need to move with tactics and strategy. And I think we should have a way to uh, have this as an open discussion so people can learn how to speak about these topics. So that way we can spread the truth and get behind these armor, uh, get behind the armor that people have put up just really just to protect themselves because the thought or the idea that there's um people out there who would much rather see us all dead is just too much for them it really is it's like a horror movie a science fiction horror movie come true and they would rather just stick their head in the sand and say, no, 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 it's not true, it's not true, it's not true, it's not true, I can't hear what you're saying. That's it. And people like us could get very frustrated with that because you're not trying to scare them, you're trying to open their eyes to it so that they could join forces with us and fight against the thing that's going to come and kill us all. (laughs) So... 
it's it's got a real practical reason behind it. We're not just doing this because it feels good. It doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable. I have been in so many uncomfortable conversations and I've maybe even driven people away from me. And I get that, you know, but there's too much at stake. There's too much at stake right now, guys. We have to be vigilant and we need to do this the right way. So like I said, I would like to do podcasts about how to speak to people who are on the fence or on the other side of the fence and we want to try to bring them over. What are some creative ways we could do this where we're not insulting them, we're not belittling them, we're not getting angry at them, uh, that are productive, where you know we can meet them where they're at, touch off a little bit of a, a conversation that kind of that kind of gives them a little bit more something that they could simmer with, something that can marinate, um, that they could that they can build off of and come to their own conclusions. Um, it requires tactfulness, uh, a certain subtlety. And, you know, there's guys like me out there who are, you know, I'm pretty much um, a, a bull in a china shop when it comes to this stuff. I just come in and I slam it home, but it doesn't really sit well with a lot of people. And that annoys me because, especially guys, like, Guys seem very timid. And I'm like, why are guys being timid? The guys are supposed to not be timid. They're supposed to be the protectors, you know? And I, I feel like if you could just waken up the men into realizing that they need to step up and protect their families, I feel like that is a surefire way to get this whole thing going. But right now, when I speak to a lot of guys, they seem timid. They don't want to go there. They don't want to discuss this stuff. It's too much. It's too weighty. It's too, it's too much for their minds. Uh, and you know what? I don't understand what has happened to manhood. But see, I don't want to be insulting people. All right? And this is what I'm saying. I need to have empathy. I need to have empathy for these guys. There's a reason for it. It's not their fault. So, another thing I want to talk about on the podcast is I want to talk about being a man, manhood, all right? Now, there's a shit ton of podcasts out there where it's all about being men and everything, and they're good. They're good. The one problem with them right now, though, is they're not really addressing what's been going on the past 29 months. They are just following their usual script because they don't want to alienate anybody out of their audience. Their, their views and their sales are the most important thing, and they don't want to go there, all right? So when it comes to the Steel Mace Nation, the Freedom Variant, me, Fred Moore, I want to run a podcast where we're not afraid to talk about anything, okay? As far as I can tell, it's still America, and we still have freedom of speech, and that's our most important thing. We have to keep that free speech going at any cost because once free speech is gone and nobody is allowed to say what they want to say anymore like what I'm saying right now then we're in really big trouble we're getting close guys we're getting close so 
This message is going out to all you who have been, you know, following along, listening. I'm looking for people to bring their game. Let's talk about manhood. Let's talk about what we as men need to do right now to protect our families, protect the country, protect the red, white, and blue, protect the Constitution. What can we do as regular guys, family men, Christians, uh, firefighters, other first responders out there? Whatever it is you do, man. If you're a man, step up, man. Let's let's hear how we could cultivate a strong masculine culture to push back against this bullshit. And if you're a woman too, it would be great to hear from you because... Women have an expectation of what men should be doing. Now, I did do a podcast uh, a little while ago with a fitness expert, a female, and the subject of manhood did come in. And she said young men are spending too much time on their video games and smoking weed and they're not stepping up and being real men. And that was coming from a woman, a young woman. Okay, so uh, her name was... um, Brooke Brewer, and she's on the Steel Mace Nation podcast somewhere. I just thought of it now, so I don't have the episode number, but it's Brooke Brewer. If you look up that one, she's like in her 20s. She's got blonde hair. It's a great interview, Um, and she's standing up against all this fuckery too, okay? And she's saying men need to do a much better job, and I've been saying that for a while. When they... uh, when the Freedom Truckers up in Canada were rolling out, yeah, I mean, those were all dudes driving trucks, and, and, and men stepped up. But the most impressive thing was the, 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 the women, the mother, the mothers of all these families, the mama bear, you know, they stepped up fierce, man. And I, I get goosebumps when I think about their strength. And uh, you don't mess with a mama, you know. They will... They will rip you apart to protect their family, especially their kids. So, you know, women expect a lot from us men. They do. They expect us to stand up to tyranny because that tyranny will come for their kids. And if we're not going to, you know, step up, what good are we? What good are we? So these are the realities of life, guys. You know, we're not living in some soft little squishy bubble where everything is is nice and warm and we're protected at all times. It is hardcore earth, okay? Jungle. Fight or or run away, but it's a battle for your life, okay? And if we start looking at it like that, like this is an epic battle of all mankind. And we're in it right now, and we're fighting it with our minds and our words. You can see how important it really is to step up and and treat it like it's this epic thing. It truly is epic. If we could push back, and we could crush them, and we could get our country back, and we could get uh, you know, or get the world back in order again, the history books will reveal this time to be one of the most epic times of mankind 
Because if it if we don't and it goes the other way and we allow them to get away with what they want to get away with, well, it's going to be lights out for most of us, you know? And, you know, if we're parents and we're thinking about our kid's future, well, what kind of future do we want them to have? So nothing else is more important than this right now. doesn't matter what you think. Nothing is more important. And I, that's why I've been reaching out to the fitness community saying, hey, guys, we got to hear more from the fit, fitness community because what's happening right now is is terrible and it's only going to get worse. But everybody's afraid to come out of their little scripted social media profile where they're selling fitness and say the real thing that, you know, they're scared as hell and they that we need to push back against evil. And um, they don't want to go there because they don't want to be classified as a nut. Obviously, as you can see, I have no problem with uh, people thinking I'm crazy or whatever. I have uh, everybody thinks I'm over the top or whatever. And that's fine. I don't care. I don't care what they think. Okay. Um, because even if I'm over the top, there definitely is, we could all agree, something very serious going on that's not right. So maybe being over the top is an, ex you know, I'm not agreeing with that. I don't think I'm over, I don't think I'm close to over the top. But if I was, well, maybe that's the way you need to be just to get a little bit of progress. Because everybody else is just sitting on their fucking asses saying, ah, don't worry, it'll blow over. I got one buddy. Who's telling me, no, 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 this is like cycles, you know, the next president will come in and everything will go back the other way. And I'm like, are you fucking high, dude? No way. I was like, it, it, like, you really see it that way? But he's in that, that realm of cognitive dissonance where he doesn't want to see the truth because it's too disturbing to him. And as much as that annoys me, I have to be empathetic. And I have to meet him where he's at, where he's comfortable with talking about things. And, you know, it's a daunting task. But at the end of the day, he knows something is wrong. Okay? And he knows it's serious. So when I get on my high horse, right, and I start talking like this, he gives me a lot of leeway. He thinks, again, I go a little too far with it, and he, and he doesn't think I should be spending as much time um, discussing it, going over it. He certainly doesn't think I should be doing podcasts and things like that. He thinks I might be wasting my time with all this, but I have no other recourse. Like, if I don't do this, then that means I'm sitting silent, and I can't sit silent. My head would just go and explode. I have to speak up because there's something wrong. You guys know there's something wrong. So I'm going to end here, but I just want to finish off by saying that uh, I'm looking for discussions about manhood and about how to tactfully and strategically have conversations with people so as not to put them off, but to bring them closer to our side. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this one. Uh, 22 minutes. I might actually just put this on the on every podcast social media platform I have.
But uh, wherever it is you're watching it right now, thanks for watching. Please share, please like, please subscribe, and please comment. Please reach out with any DMs, uh, questions. If you want to do a podcast together, let me know. We could hook that up. We'll do a Zoom call. It'll be easy. Uh, the whole plan here is to network and get the word out. All right, guys. See you at the next one.